The football season is here, and you can track the latest news, odds, and information at betonline.net. And while stadiums won't be full, game action will be loaded. Which players will step up to lead their team? Is there still a home field advantage? Will offense or defense dominate these early weeks of the season? Follow along at betonline.net as the top teams in football begin their journey to Tampa. Available online or your mobile device. Check out the site today. Bring the game home at betonline.net. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. We are back once again. I'm beaten by we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and as always, my tag team partner and one half of the new NXT Tag Team Champions, Chris Zango, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? It's fine. Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Oh, man, I've been doing a lot of crying <laughs> on these shows this year, man, because you would think that, like, we like what nine months, almost nine months into like this year that that like you would like that twenty twenty wouldn't go on like another fifteen zero run, mm-hmm. but it's on it, it's on another fifteen zero run. Yeah, now this is this is yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think of the 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 sporting equivalent of a game that we've seen recently. Uh, oh, this oh, 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 a Sixers game too. Oh, that's right. There you go, Sixers game. <laughs> you you don't, have, don't have to go. Don't have to go too far. Oh, we would never up. But but 2020 was never out 27 to 13. No, but maybe no. like maybe January 2nd. So 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 you're saying that this past week was like Jason Tatum hitting a couple of three pointers um, over Matisse Thibel and Jalen Brown just crossed up Al Horford and yes. got to the rack. That's what you're saying. Okay, this past week, yeah, yes, this past yes, week's no, been crazy. Right, so right now, 2020, the the defense for 2020 is 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 very Sixers esque, not bully ball. <laughs> Hopefully we can call a time out. We can stop the bleeding and get you guys all caught up on everything that's going over over the past week. There's a lot of stuff to get to. NBA, NFL, a lot of stuff to talk about. Maybe <clears throat> mostly the things that didn't happen. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the NBA in this first segment of the show. But of course, we have some Eagles stuff to get into. We have some baseball stuff to get into. A lot of things that happen. Two weeks, happen to, now, to, two weeks, two now, weeks from as we're recording this. They're supposed to be professional football, like professional NFL football in America. Two weeks rings going to be given out in front of rings going to be given out. Um, fireworks, banners coming up. I guess I guess they're going to do the banner thing. Who knows? Will there be fans at Arrowhead this year? I don't believe so, but I can check on that. I'll check on that. I while wish we're we doing could talk show. about this this insane policy of some teams have fans and some teams don't have fans. Like, I know, we'll talk about that, that. Yeah, isn't that like kind of an unfair advantage? Yeah, you can't really do that. You shouldn't really do that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk about that because we got we got uh, news Jones about Potts. the Eagles um, and their fans. Yes, yeah, so we got we got news about the Eagles fan situation uh, today as well. So we'll talk about that. So Eagles, Phillies, a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of sports talk radio has finally arrived. Any shout outs, sir? Uh, no. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us, whether it's here on 106.5 or whether you listen to all the shows that we put up on Spreaker. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, which will soon be YouTube Music and Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Line. You can download us and listen to us on your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Or if you're in Philly, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPMLP Philadelphia, you can all... You can also listen live on the TuneIn app or on TuneIn.com. Just search for the Philly Camp Station and tune in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. to catch us live, live, live. And while you're doing that, please take a second to follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215 at the BS line. I will be tweeting heavily about the BMW Championship this this weekend because I'm I'm all into the soccer. Mr. Domingo, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, I'm trying – I'm trying to take a, a break off, off off the Twitter because frankly it's that's, driving me crazy. That's uh, good. So I, I I'm thinking about I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of, 
I'm thinking about rewatching something. I'm gonna rewatch Ooh. this weekend since it's gonna be raining all day Saturday. I'm gonna rewatch The Sopranos. Nice, nice. That's a good rewatch. Because that show has been off the air for a long. It's been off the air for almost 15 years, and yeah. I remember a lot of this stuff, but I don't remember a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think just to limit my, if you have a bad habit, Twitter's a bad habit. You need something to to substitute for that bad habit. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna watch HBO Max. HBO Max The Sopranos. I'm not mad at that. That's a good show to rewatch. HBO has some great shows for those of you who have HBO. Great shows to go back and rewatch if you haven't watched them, or if you have watched them. Um, again, like The Sopranos and The Wire, we can go on and on. Um, but yeah, but that that that's good. Yeah, you know that's probably the smart the smarter thing to do because it's been a cesspool on social media for the past well the past four years, um, but especially <laughs> so, especially so the past few months. And this week has been awful, absolutely awful. And you would think that at some point we would kind of come together and kind of agree no. on certain things, but no. no. It's not the case. That's not the case. But we will get into everything going on social media in a second. We do need to talk about what's not going on in the NBA, and specifically those are games. Because on Wednesday, the Chicago, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks came out, uh, never came out for their warmups in their game five matchup against the Orlando Magic. They uh, they boycotted. They went on strike. Whatever word you want to use, they protested um, as a result of the recent police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, so they were going to play the Magic. They didn't play. Games later that day, um, those players weren't going to play, so the NBA kind of sort of got in front of it and said, we're going to cancel those games. But the Rockets-Thunder game and the Lakers-Blazer game, also set for Wednesday, they were postponed as well as the games on Thursday. Now, the word earlier, earlier, in, the, earlier in the week was that the Raptors and the Celtics had already discussed boycotting Thursday's games. So that's when I thought this was all going to go down. I thought it was all going to go down Thursday. Then Wednesday afternoon at 4 o'clock, the Bucs just didn't show up. And for the first time ever in any in – the, I know in the NBA. I don't, I don't speak, speak for the other sports, but I'm pretty sure it's ever. So the first time ever a regular season and or playoff game um, was canceled because players did not show up for it in a formal protest. So just let's just start there. What, were, what was your initial reaction when you, when you heard that the Bucs just weren't going to play on Wednesday? Um, surprise. Happily surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, this is because people are going to try this to compare this to like something that happened in the past. There's nothing that's happened like this in the past ever, and it's probably a good thing. I mean, like, I, I think, I think people, athletes in general, have just reached the point of no return, and and and, and I think just all of it, like <laughs> the administration being mm-hmm. locked in a bubble. Like I, I like I, I I mean like I can speak for myself like I, I mean if you're like even if even if it is some nice resort if you spend not enough time like getting with your family or whatever you get a little stir crazy and, and like you wonder like what what's going on like is mm-hmm. this normal and you hear all this going outside in your bubble you're and like I think that was kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back and I always say. The athletes got to do what what they feel is right. Like, and yeah. I don't know, like, like in their heart. Like, I, I mean, I just I feel guilty or or not comfortable criticizing the players for what they do going forward, whether they want to keep playing or not play. Because I'm not the players. I don't have that that leverage or, frankly, like that influence to say what I want to do. And right. mm-hmm. that's I think where and I, like of course we're people are feeling some sort of way anyway right now. Like, and if the player, and when, since the player decided to play, now they get the backlash. Why are you playing? And it's like, what do you go? What do you want these guys to do? They're athletes. Like, right. I, I mean, like they're different from you and me. They just happen to have this platform and they make a lot of money, but they, they want to like orchestrate some change. This is the way they feel they can do it. So, I mean, who, who am I to say, no, you should play. No, you shouldn't play. Like, it's like I feel like they're like they're obviously entertainers at some point, but I always mm-hmm. feel they're 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 humans before that. So I, I mean, like I, I just like I, I mean I feel like so many like this year you feel so many con- conflicted things. Like I, I I mean like what's like not like not if like shooting 
a guy seven times is right or wrong, but like the reaction to all of it. Like I I mean, like I said to you offline, should I be like screaming at idiot racists on Twitter more? Like like is that my job or should I just like draw it out? Like I, I like sounds like this where you just feel like a little hopeless and just like confused about how what's am I doing my part? Right. And that, and that's a that's a good point. Um like you said, you know, we don't have all the answers. I don't think the NBA players themselves have all the answers. Um, but again, they felt at least the Bucks did, and some the other teams, they felt that on Wednesday and, and on Thursday, they was like, you know what, we're like, it's not time for us to play basketball. And again, they're well within their rights to do it. And like you said, if that's what they believe in their heart, if that's what they were led to do, then they should do it. And I completely and hundred one hundred percent support what they you know what they chose to do um, earlier this week. I also supported, you know, and according to reports, they've had multiple meetings. Um, the players themselves have had multiple meetings with, you know, between each other, and they have decided to go back. <laughs> they plan to play this weekend. And, again, I support that as well because like, here's the thing. We're, you know, we, and by the, me and the royal we, we're looking at this from the whole, the 30,000-foot outside-the-room view. We don't know what's going on inside the room. We don't know what's going on inside the bubble. We you don't know the ramifications. You you mean the no repercussions uh, point of view? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have no we have no idea the ramifications on this. By the way, just let's let's put this out there. You know, if the player says, you know what, we're just going to go home. Let's say all the players said, you know what, we're going to go home. And again, if they want to, that's fine. Like I, I wouldn't think any any way whether they did or not. But if the player said, you know what, let's just go home. We're not going to do this anymore. We're done. FYI, for those of you who do not know, the owners could say, you know what, the CBA null and void. And you know what? We're not even going to negotiate with you guys unless you agree to X terms. Now, do the players want to do that? Do they want to risk, you know, what they what they've worked for? Yeah, no, like, no but, of, but but of course, you you just brought the uh, dollar sign into account, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. people just don't want to factor that in with any decision. Like, I, no. I I mean, like, once again, these dudes, all these dudes want to do, like, in a per in a perfect utopian world, is is play basketball. Enjoy like like enjoy their living and make some money. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, you think these guys want to like I don't know like boycott games like, but they no. feel compelled to like. I, and right. and I think that's what like I, I mean like like that's got to take some 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 courage to do that because I I mean like you also don't want it like and, and this is where like you got I mean like. I would not think that like all these players are 100% on one side. You got one, you got, you probably have a bunch of players that be like, yo, I'm leaving. But Mm -hmm. other guys have to say, yo, like, I I mean, I know you're feeling very like upset and just like frustrated with the whole process now, but what's going to be the, like, it's a cause and effect thing. What's going to be the effect of us leaving this bubble? Right. Right. And like, what's the effect of, again, and what is, and again, we might, Whatever they decide might not be the right answer, but I mean, it might be the, it might feel like the right answer to that point. You know, what, where can we affect the most change is probably what they're trying to figure out or what can we do to affect the most change? I guess I should say is what they're trying to figure out how to do right, what to do right now. Because when the, like when the Bucks, when they didn't play on Wednesday, they got on the phone with the, the district attorney. They got on the phone with the, you know, the higher ups in the judicial judicial system in Milwaukee, in excuse me, in Wisconsin to try to affect some change, to try to to try to make something happen in this Jacob Blake case. That's very like, that's a that's a, again that doesn't, I'm not playing that doesn't that happen. Very powerful. Right. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen right, unless right. you boycott. It, it it plain and simple. Right. Right, like, and that's why. And again, we'll, I guess, we'll, I'll ask you the question in a second. But that's why when people say, you know, Kyrie was right, I'm not necessarily sure because again, no. these guys, and again, a lot of these guys, you know, and they're, you know, the George Hills, and we've seen a lot of these guys at different protests and you know, in the communities and doing things at the grassroots level, and that's great. And I and I and they'll continue to do that when they leave the bubble, and they should, and that's all well and good. But the 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 gravity. The, the the impact that it had yesterday on Wednesday when the Bucks did not play a basketball game, yeah. like just, just did not show up for bas- a, play, a playoff basket a playoff basketball game, yeah, is way has way more gravity than I think pretty much anything they could have done otherwise. That's yeah, why no, I think it, that being in a bubble is important. No, and I feel like this is such an I told you culture where like I I, I mean like people are any Kyrie Irving fan or supporter like oh i told you so it's like no like i, I mean like once again there's context involved with this like mm-hmm. I, I i mean 
it happened in a playoff game, in the middle of a playoffs. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's not. This isn't like doing this game thirty of like a of a of a monotonous season. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, there aren't many games left, and to just stop the process when you're frankly like, like, like I don't know, press for time. Right. I, I mean, like they don't have much time to get these games in. So no. just to, just to, I, I don't know, like shake. Hate to use the wrestling term, shock the system. I, I, I mean, that's. That says something. Like that got everyone's attention, good, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. So, like, I, I don't understand because again, and again, that's our opinion. And I, again, I, I think it's right. But again, I'm not going to sit here and say that you know what because we we've never been in a situation before. Let me just be like, no, never been in a situation. Like that's what I keep saying is like there's there's a lot of like I don't know like. Like there's there's nothing there's no past history to base this on like base mm-hmm. reaction or, or or just like results on so like we're we're operating in just like whole a, a whole new world so it's just like you see what happens and you respond but don't compare it to anything right right all that said and again like again it's kind of too early for us to talk about it because again it's a lot of moving parts and we're not sure what's going to happen all that said everything that happened you know on Wednesday and Thursday with these guys not playing games. I think on some level, it's going to have to result in some kind of, I don't want to say movement, but in some in some kind of action by the NBA owners, the NBA Board of Governors. They need to do something. The players basically need to get something out of this um, for not, not having played games. I mean, again, it's you know it's a, it was a great statement, and I get it, but if, the, if you just come back on Friday or Saturday and nothing happened, like the owners, like the owners don't do anything or the owners don't do anything to, to forward this cause, I'm not sure how much it was worth. But I still like. I, I mean, I just like. Is there something tangible? Like, like, is there an example of something you would want from the owners? Because I, like, I'm. I don't know. I'm not sure what the owners could do. That's that that you could say. Hey, we did this. So, so for me, because the owners again, the owners are billionaires, and when you're a, when you're in a billionaire. You kind of get to walk in different circles than you can when you're a millionaire. And a lot of these owners, we can look it up online. A lot of these owners donate to, you know, presidential candidates and Senate candidates and House candidates and things like that. That money talks. So if I'm, again, Josh Harris, if I'm, you know, Joe Sy or whatever, like if I'm one of these 30 owners, I can get into rooms that I wouldn't be able to get into if I'm George Hill or, you know, Sterling Brown or whatever like that. So if I'm these guys, if I'm the NBA, I'm like, look, Josh Harris, you know, whoever, get on the phone, talk to the governor, talk to, you know, you know, we need some, we need, we need tangible police reform, whatever, 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 whatever they're, you know, whatever they're, they're fighting for, tangible police reform, get on the phone with these guys, let's get in the room with these guys, and let's kind of hash things out, because again, those guys can, can, can get things rolling more than, yeah, no, I, no, no, you really need like a, like, an initiator of this, whether it's mm-hmm. like, and, and like you said, these owners are closer to making influential changes more than anyone, frankly. I mean, more than any player, because they, like you said, they have access to that table. Mm-hmm. And if they can get access to that table, I, I mean, like, to be frank, I, I mean, like, I don't know what side these owners are on sometimes because right. I, I, I well, mean, yeah. these guys are billionaires and, whatever <laughs> like I, I just don't know what guy what side these guys are truly on like are, are they willing to like do this just to pacify the players or do they mean it like i, I mean right. you really need an owner that's that's down like mm-hmm. I, I i mean and like i mean we could easily say x owner would do it but does he like it would just for me it would mean more if if we got an owner that that actually stood by it not just like i don't know just saying here guys just here here, here, here's the meeting. Let's be done with right. it. Like, I, I yeah, mean, yeah, like, yeah. you really need an owner that that's willing to see it through. And right. to be honest, I don't know what owner that is. Yeah, you're, and you're right. Like, yeah, like, because there's thirty, there's thirty people, there's thirty NBA owners or thirty NBA, you know, ownership groups. And I would say more than easily, I would say more than half of them probably aren't. I don't say in favor of what the players are fighting. They, they probably don't see eye to eye with what the players are fighting for. Let me put, let me put it like that. But there's probably a couple. I mean, there's yeah, probably no, like Mark, Mark Cuban's takes, probably one of those guys. Yeah, no, it, it only takes a couple. And yeah. I, I, I mean, like, 
like you said, like, I, I mean, if, I don't know, half the league made their arenas, even though they don't own the arenas, I, I mean, like, accessible for, for voting. Like, I, I mean, is it police reform? No. But it's something that, I, I mean, would go a long way to change the, change the administration. I'm sorry. I don't know the way to say it. But, like, I, I mean, like, for me, something, and I'm always speaking for myself, but something like that. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's a, it's an, like a, like a show, like a show of, I don't know, like a, a step in the right direction. Not a big step, but like, and for me, like, I, like, I'm trying to like be re- like reasonable about this. Like, I, 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 I mean, are we going to get like police reform in, in all 50 states? No. But if no. we can get, if we can get a couple big cities to like write a bill, do different training, I don't know. Like, like I like, and maybe this is just, I'm not this like pie in the sky guy. Like I need like, but if I see something tangible that's being done, uh, but I'm just me. Like, I, I mean, but, but, but I feel <laughs> right. like, but I feel like people are just looking for that, for that big, for that, for that big briefcase. They're just looking for that money in the bag briefcase that say, Oh, mm-hmm. this is changing. And Unfortunately, I just don't know if like if, if that's possible. I, I mean, it, it, would it be wonderful? Yes, but I just need something from a couple owners, not all of them, because mm-hmm. right. because I just don't like disingenuous stuff. Like I, I mean, if like you want to like I don't know, be on that side, just be on that side. Just just don't say anything. But I mean, like just have a couple owners step up, and it, it's probably not like I, I mean they'll probably get some side eye from the other owners, but mm-hmm. for but for me that would be like reassurance saying if you got side eye from those owners that would make me feel better that someone of the one percent would be on this side right and 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 the owners have committed um money they've committed um 30 million dollars over 10 years to you know various causes for the for the players but again it's one thing to kind of commit money because like you said you can owners can just like kind of throw money at the player and say hey here's some here's some money look at the good stuff we've done yeah, no. Yeah, there's one thing to throw a little money at that, but it's another thing for, and again, I hate to keep bringing him up, but it's another thing for Mark Cuban to say, all right, you know, Governor Abbott in Texas, you know, we need to sit down with you. We need to have a conversation. We need to figure out there's <clears> some <throat> way that we can kind of, you know, kind of, again, do something re- regarding pre- uh, police reform in America. That's totally different. Like, that's way better than any money that Mark Cuban can donate to the cause. Yeah, um, no. Like, and, we need a couple and, guys. No, and me, like, he might be the guy. And. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but like maybe mm-hmm. if a Mark Cuban's bold enough to do that, maybe another owner does it. And right. like I, I, I mean, like I mean, we're talking about owners, and like I, I saw that like Michael Jordan was kind of an inter- intermediary in, in these in these meetings with the owners and the players because you know what makes him a good intermediary? He's black. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I mean, he can kind of like bridge that gap between like. Frankly, the old white owner and yeah, these yeah. players who are predominantly black. Yeah, like you got this old, you know, again, this old, these older white owners with this old money, and then you got you know a younger, you know, younger black owner who, again, who used to be a player who can relate to these guys and who has, you know, as much influence as anybody um, yes. when it comes to bringing people the players the and owners yeah. because he's still right. he's still Michael Jordan. I, I mean, he's like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan yeah. speaks, you are going to listen, <laughs> right? Right. So like, so yeah, so maybe Mike's the guy, maybe Mike is the guy, Mike is like, Mike, you make this all happen. Mike, but again, that's, I mean, it shouldn't just be on Mike though. It ain't really on Mike. No, 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 no. Like Michael, like, like, frankly, like the, like the chains of Michael Jordan's hat, like, because Michael Jordan wasn't always the one to like, I don't know, like, like speak out. I mean, like, against buy seekers too, but I mean, like, once again, this is just a different time. Like, different, <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah. this is what people say. Oh, why was it? It's like, it's just different. It's been it's different, different since 2016. I don't know yeah. what else to freaking <laughs> tell you. Yeah, no, this is different. Like, this is all different. And again, like, again, police brutality isn't new. Like you said, like, you know, like a lot of the stuff that, that we're dealing with isn't new. It's different now. And again, yeah. 2020 yeah, is no, a different no. point. But no, like, that's just, that needs to be the motto for, for, for 2020. It's not new. It's different. Like, no. like, Jay-Z boys. <laughs> I thought we were just, like, the main thing we would talk about today. Would I be was the- looking forward to speaking about the Sixers. And then Tuesday happens, and I'm like, <sighs> because, like, the thing is, like, you think these players want to protest? 
like like they like they they want to but they something so heinous just i mean just once again this stuff is setting people off setting mm -hmm. people off one way and unfortunately it's setting people off one, another way so i mean right. like it's just once again it's different right and like you said you know like these guys like a lot of these guys you know, they've been fighting for this, you know, for months. You know, they wear the T-shirts in the bubble. They have the names on the back of the jersey. They've been fighting for this for months. And now they're inside the bubble, and they've been in there for two months and three months. And then something like this happens, and it's like, I can't be back out there doing what I was doing before I came in the bubble. Like, it's yeah. like, it's, it's. I mean, again, it's like a powder keg, man. Like, you got a lot yeah, of no, guys. They, just don't, they really don't want their actions to be in vain. Right, like, I exactly. Mean, like, like and, and, and such as in life. There's not a clear-cut answer. Like, no. I, I mean, canceling the season, I don't think, solves anything. I, I mean, like, maybe momentarily, but that has long-term economic effects on the player. Not just the – like, if, on the players. If, if you wanted to, like, cause – if there was just a one-sided effect on the owners, sure, boycott mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. But such – that is not the case. Like, because no. frankly, like, the players would be way more impacted by blowing off the season than the owners. Exactly. Like again, these owners—they are billionaires, all right. Billionaires with a B, okay. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like these guys—they're going to be okay. Like they'll be fine. If there's no if the NBA players just said, you know, we're not playing basketball anymore this season. You know who's going to be fine? Those thirty ownership groups—they'll be fine, just fine, all right. But the yeah, other, no, you know, and, and it's like, and it's like I look out for like the the Danwell houses of the world. It's like, yes. I, I mean, like, like I want, I want. Sorry. I'm a capitalist. I, I want like like what like why should these guys choose between social justice and making maximizing like their earning power? It should that's that shouldn't be mutually exclusive. Exactly. But of course, people want to say, oh, I need to like oh, if I quit my job and do this, it's like you shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Like these guys, these guys shouldn't have to risk livelihoods in order in order to fight things that we should all agree are wrong. Period. Like, yeah. No, like, like, I, I mean, like, like, I, I like, I wish I could just like, like, save that quote for the rest of my because, like, you shouldn't have to do that. Right. Right. Oh man. But you know yeah, what no, you should have to do exactly. is motivate basketball players. That's right. And, and one man, and, and that is something that even though. The, he wiped their butts for three years. Now, hadn't happened by the Sixers head coach. Yeah, so so one man who could not do that, Brett Brown, is no longer with the team. Sadly, the father of the star basketball player of the Norway Summer League <laughs> on to greener pastures. Uh, Brett Brown, after seven seasons, after he went 221 and 334, was out of a job. The Sixers have parted ways with their longtime head coach. We've heard a lot of stories this week, more stories than usual that we've heard before about how Brett Brown didn't hold these guys accountable. Man, um, a lot of these dudes were sitting on these stories. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of these, like a guy, like these, these stories were in the drafts. They were in the Twitter drafts for a minute. And as soon well, as Brett no, Brown and, left. And like, and like, that's the thing. And I understand that like this is, you're, you're maybe getting, you're probably getting some front, front office leaks. Oh, 100%. But, but does that, does that not take into account that might, these stories might have been true? I, I, I mean, like, I'm all about, like, veracity. And there's way too much there, – there have been way too many stories and, God, books written written by how, like, I, I mean – and, like, someone made a good point. It's like when you invest this much on on high premium picks, you're kind of at their mercy. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you feel like, oh, we can't mess this up, so let's, let's kind of, like – hold their hand or, or, or not discipline them for when they should be disciplined. And I think that I feel is just kind of like, I'm not, we're not talking about the process today, but I mean, yeah, no. but I mean, like, I, I think that's where, I think that's where Brett Brown, like the Brett Brown regime went, like went South is like, I mean, I can point to the point to the day when he had the press conference, like, like because after that, Roy, when you like call out, because obviously he's he's probably well he had done it in private and it just wasn't working. So mm -hmm. he's like, you know what? Let me see if this works, and calls out Ben Simmons for not shooting and basically pleading for him to shoot, and he doesn't shoot. I mean, if you're one, and I mean Josh Richardson like doesn't doesn't care. I mean, first microphone in his face after he gets changes. Yeah, we didn't have much accountability. Mm -hmm. 
And that's on, and that's one hundred percent on the coach. And that's again Ben Simmons. We all knew after, like you said, after after that. Tell your mama, tell his mama, tell his daddy, tell everybody, tell his agent, shoot one three a game. And we saw Ben Simmons not shoot after that. Then it's like, you know what? Now we really know. Because again, we heard the other stories and rumblings about fat Joel Embiid and stuff like that. You know, all that all that good stuff. But again, yeah, no, when but, you no, saw that, point, like where like like where do you like pie out blame for like for the accountability? Like, I, I mean, like obviously a lot of it is is on Brett. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna discuss that, but where are these players? Like, I mean, like, and it does, and I, and I think, like. My local coffee shop is my Penn State World Campus classroom, giving me the full Penn State experience online. It's home to thousands of students working together with faculty to advance our careers, change our careers, or finally earn our degree. My classroom is just like every Penn State classroom because it's getting me to where I want to be. Click on the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. For businesses around the world, today isn't a restart. It's a rethink. That's why they're partnering with IBM. Retailers are keeping their systems up as millions of orders move online. Call centers are using IBM Watson to manage an influx of customer questions with AI. And solutions built on the IBM cloud are helping doctors care for patients remotely. Today, we're rethinking how business moves forward. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash smart to learn more. This is, th- these players kind of, frankly, knew how desperate the Sixers were and kind of took advantage of, of but this is what happens when you're viewed as like this, I, I mean, like the savior. And, right. and frankly, I don't know if, if these guys were, I don't know they were, or are, are these guys ready for the responsibility to, to generally be franchise players? I don't, I, I think we've had similar, you've asked similar questions before, similar questions to that before. Again, I don't think, I think the answer is no. I don't think they're quite there. But the thing is now you have to bring in someone who can get them over that hump. If they are not, if Ben and Joel are not ready to be franchise players, and I don't think they are, you got to bring somebody in to take that to the next level. You got to bring somebody in who, who will, I'm gonna say, I guess motivate them. I guess is the best word. Yeah, um, no, and, and also they need to assess whether these guys can be franchise players. Well, true. Like, I, that, I mean, yeah. like that's one of those things where if like, for arguments, like a Ty Lu comes in sixty games in, or or crap, January comes around, and he's like, "Yo, I've coached Ben Simmons for four months. I don't see it." Mm-hmm. And like, you need like, you need someone because I don't think Brett, like, he had blinders on for it for all these guys. I mean, I mean, like he. Because he knew his – I always said Ben Simmons was going to get Brett Brown fired either which way. Like, right. I, I mean, for, for, for his la- – and frankly, I think Joe and Ben got him fired. Because, I, I, I mean, yeah. like yeah, – and and you need – you basically need to get these guys in a position where they can't fire you. Like, right. I, I, either you need to motivate them or, frankly, trade them. Yeah, like, you need to figure out, like, th- th- this next coach, whoever it is, it's like it needs to – you need to figure out whether or not, again, like – that coach either needs to push them to the point where this team is a championship contender or, well, push them to the point where you realize, you know what, we got to part ways. Like, one of the yeah. other. Like that, that's and, what and, this next coach has to do. Oh, no, and, and Roy, I think that needs to happen in within the next year. Like, you can't, like, like, like people never wanted to put this, a timeline on this Embiid Simmons thing. You got to know within the next year, by, but by the next offseason, whether this is going to work or not. So so now the coaching search begins. It's led by Elton Brand. It will not be a collaborative Voltron search like the last one because it, uh, apparently like 17 people were involved in the <laughs> uh, well, par- oh, well, apparently, apparently – What was a terrible wrestling – oh, I'm going to say, oh, the League of Nations. This is like the League of Nations. Yeah, there you go. This is the League of Nations. This is the oddity. Or, or no, 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 no. This is the BWO. Um, this is actually worse than the BWO. Yeah, it's worse than a BWO because 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 Steve, Steve Richards could, could, could wrestle a little bit. Um, yeah, no, this is whatever that was. Now it's Elton Brand, which again, I don't know if you have a lot of faith in Elton Brand leading the search, but he is leading the search. Well, at least there's that's only one it. guy to blame now. Well, this well, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's it. Yeah, no, like you, no, like Elton basically put himself on the island. He's like mm-hmm. basically threw everyone under the bus other than himself. I, I mean, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah. Scott O'Neill had like, I mean, he actually like. Basically called out Scott O'Neill. So I, I mean, like, yeah. Do I have faith that Alan Brand can get this 
fixed? Uh, not really. But I mean, at least I know next year who to blame if, if, nothing, if everything <laughs> goes wrong. But, but also, if, he, if somehow he gets it right, he'll get all the praise. All the praise, all the praise, and rightly so. Because again, if he finds the right coach again to kind of motivate these guys to kind of push the right buttons, he should get all the praise for this, and, that, and that's fine. Of the names that we've heard, and we've heard a lot of names, we've heard the Nate McMillans and Tyron Lues and Jay Wrights and you know Sam Cassell, Jason Kidd, all these names that we've heard so far. Who is who right now would be your number one pick to be the head coach? Well, before yesterday, or. Yeah, yeah, yesterday because I like that's when Nate McMillan got fired somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stupid. Um, I I would have said Ty Lue because he has. I, I mean, for me, like the like like, like we see offline, the first the first question on this Sixers job interview is, can can you get to Joe and Ben? That really mm-hmm. is for, like I offensive system. I don't care. Like, I, I mean, do I care? Yeah, but not really. I mean, can you get to Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? And and make them realize the magnitude of what's at stake here. Like, I, because honestly, I still don't think they do. Like, I, I, and and we got to stop with the whole oh they're young thing because really they're almost getting like you're people are like you're not you're young until you're not young. And right. and Beat's not young. He's twenty. What he's almost twenty eight years he's, old. He's twenty six. Twenty five. So and, like the, someone needs to get in their ear and be like, yo, we're gonna like it, like in so many terms. If this doesn't work, we're gonna break you guys up. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I don't, maybe no one had that talk with them yet. Or maybe Brett Brown just didn't feel comfortable doing it, but you need someone to get, get to that point with these guys. And, and, and I'm still leaning Ty Lue, but Nate McMillan really does. Like, I don't know in trivia. I always thought he was, did he ever make the leap? No, like to like a finals or like even, but he always had solid teams in Indiana. He's coached star players. He didn't coach star players on the level of LeBron and Kyrie. Like that's mm-hmm. where I'm still leading Ty Lue because he has that. Yo, I, I cussed out LeBron James. So if I can cuss out LeBron James, I can sure cuss out Ben Simmons. Yeah, that that's my guy of all, of all the people who've been named so far. That's my guy as well because, like you said, he has coached. Like he's dealt with LeBron James. He's dealt with Kyrie. He's dealt with Kevin Love, who's probably like the easiest guy to all these guys to. So maybe to we get with. Kevin Love now. But he had like he has a he has a ring as a coach. He has a yeah, as no, a like flash the ring because, right. like, I, I mean, a lot of these guys. Because, I, I mean, what I mean, does Kenny Atkinson sound good in, in theory? Sure, I, I mean, I, I I think he runs a very good system, but he also got blown out by two star players. So right. I mean, like, like he he doesn't have much cachet with players. So no. <laughs> for better or worse, this is is a players' league, and you mm-hmm. but you also need to find a player like a coach that friendly isn't afraid of the players, because like or, right. or or afraid of getting fired because they. They approach the player, and I, that's what that's what Elton Brand needs to find, and he needs to empower that coach to do that too, because I feel maybe Brett Brown wasn't equipped or empowered or just was it wasn't capable of reaching these guys. You need that coach to feel that level of emboldenedness. Yeah, no, you're no, you're 100 right, and that, that's why again I agree with you. I think Tyra uh, Tyler is the guy again of the people who who are out there now. Um, again, whether or not that changes with maybe, you know, maybe Dan Tony's out there, you know, for some reason I see a whole lot of this, this Popovich stuff. I'm like, where's this coming from? I don't even know where this is coming from. Um, Why would he come here when they just fire, when they just fired fire his, his guy? Exactly. It's like, I don't think Brett Brown, I don't think Greg Popovich would come here. Considering no, they, they I don't think Brett Brown, Brown has a lot of dirty. to say about this organization. I, yeah, pro- he probably doesn't. So I don't know where that, I don't know where that stuff's coming from, but yeah, other people that are reasonably available, I think Tyron was probably the best no, but, guy. But the we'll get a lot is, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, but the question is: Is Philly the the? Of all things, if, if, if say OKC shocks or not even shocks, or when whenever Houston loses and they fire Mike D'Antoni, like mm-hmm. what? Where does the Sixers' job fall in appealing jobs? Because like people are just assuming like the Sixers' job is like the best job to get. It's like, is it? Like, wouldn't no, you rather not coach, Wouldn't you rather coach Kyrie and, and KD? Wouldn't you rather coach Harden with no center? Like, I, I mean, like, like, I, like, I think they need to come up with a contingency plan because I'm not sure they get Ty Lue. Like, I mean, does he? Maybe he feels like with this young core he can get to them. I maybe, but you also have Al Horford. I, I mean, like, you also need to figure out. Like, I, I guarantee you this yeah. coach is going to ask, "Hey, what are you? Hey, Yo Elton, what are you going to do about this roster, there, buddy?" 
that that's the thing. It's like this this team is, is such so constrained when it comes to the salary cap with the Elton Brand. I'm not the Elton Brand with the Al Horford and Tobias Harris deals. It's like you know what, like enjoy, but it's like what kind of pieces can you put around these guys? Considering that, that yeah. again, you're in, you're in salary cap hell with these other guys. When you know the Houston job's a better job, the you know the Brooklyn job's a better job. I don't think Indiana's better, but I mean it's not terrible. It's not the worst job. Um, I don't think the New Orleans job is. I don't think the New Orleans job's terrible. I mean, there's good, there's good coaching jobs that are out there. Um, call so me crazy. You might not call be able me to crazy. Your... No, Roy, call me crazy. I think if I was Ty Lue, I'd rather have that New Orleans job. Yeah, probably. You know, that's you get you the co- good young I, talent. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and and one, they're impressionable too. Like, I mean, like they mm-hmm. don't like. I, I mean, Brandon Ingram ain't gonna talk back to you. Like, yeah, Brandon Ingram was like, you know what? I'm here to ball. You know, Brandon Ingram knows who he is in this league. You know, Zion Williamson, and he appears to be, you know, relatively, you know, willing to listen to coaches and, and older players. No, that's a that's a pretty good job. And again, like the, the the standard that you need to meet as far as you know keeping your job long term in New Orleans, a lot lower than it is here. Because again, this team, you know, won 52 games in 51 games. Then you know was probably headed for another 48, 49 one season before the the. the uh, um, the pandemic hit. So again, like Tyron, Tyron Lewis, whoever comes in here is going to have to win 50 games a year, period. Like all from the rip. And, 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 and get Ben Simmons to shoot. Like right. that's, that's something that hasn't happened in 30 years. Like, I, I mean, like that, that take, that's going to take more than just a conversation. Right. No, that, that's a lot. So, yeah. So again, like you said, like this might not, might not be the most appealing job in the world. Um, hopefully we'll have some more clarity over the next couple of weeks as we see who's available, who's not available, and who takes these other jobs. Of course, this job is open because the Sixers got swept out the door by the Celtics, and it was not pretty whatsoever. Joel Embiid basically was on an island all by himself. He averaged 30 and 12 in the series. Um, he had to wait um, until game four for Tobias Harris, who gutted it out in game four. I will give him that credit because, again, like I felt like that. In a basketball game, I would not come back to the basketball game when my team getting stomped out um, in game four. So Tobias Harris is a warrior. That said, he didn't hit his first three-pointer <laughs> until game four of said series, which is not what I want from a guy making $36 million a year. You know what, you, did, uh, you, you know what a lot of people say about, like, Sixers people? Oh, he's a nice guy, but. Like, I, I mean, but. Tobias Harris, nice guy, but. Brett Brown, real nice guy, but. Elton Brand, real nice guy, but. Can, can we get a really nice guy and like a really good player? Al Horford, nice guy, but eh. <laughs> yes. yeah, a lot of those, lot of those that, dudes right here. That's the 2020, that's the 2019, 26ers. Nice guys, but you know what? Jalen Brown seems like a really nice dude. You know what else he can do? He can he can score <laughs> baskets. All right. He can put the ball yes. in a basket. Jason Tatum seems like a nice dude. You know what he can do? Light you up. All right. How about that? Like, let's get a couple guys who can do all that stuff. This Kevin team Walker, the third terrible. Kevin Walker, the third best player. On this team, this team was terrible against the Celtics. They were horrible against. Like it really, with like no center. It was four no center with no. Yeah, no, no. This was ter- This was this was embarrassing. This is flat out embarrassing. And again, like I figured they would lose the series anyway, but to lose it like this with Gordon Hayward out after Game One, this is. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, this is absolutely like, ridiculous. No, no, people want to like like put the disclaimer. Oh, if Simmons were were, were like. Was in the series they would win now. They still win. No. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the, the way they, the, yeah, the way they came out in games three and four. No. No. They do people forget shot. about? Do people forget about bubble bubble game one when Simmons like like and and I feel like that kind of set the tone for the entire bubble. Like I, I mean, like that, like they come out like looking like very good in, in these scrimmages, and then game one they get punched in the nose, like. I think this team had no resilience. Like they would get just flat, like massively frustrated on offense. They quit on defense. They just like huff and puff. There was no like, there was just no like die. Like there was no dog on this team. No dog. The first quarter after the first quarter of the first game, when Joel and B is cussing out Shake Milton, that's when you should have known. It's like you know what? Maybe maybe this isn't all it's cracked up to be. Because, again, when you have your star player cursing out your new point guard because your point guard is now your power forward and you're already off the same off the, off the page together, you know, 12 minutes into the new season, it's like, you know what, 
I don't know if it's going to be a good thing long term when it comes to the success of, the, of this team. So we probably shouldn't have known then. Like you said, game one probably should have told us all we, all we needed to know. But they're out, and they have a lot of stuff to work on this offseason. Um, one of the things the team or organization is apparently working on is a new arena because, like me, they realize that the Wells Fargo Center is not a long-term solution for basketball. Thank you, Josh Harris. Finally got on the right page with this. They just put in all this money. I don't know who who put in all this money for their for those upgrades. Do you know? Do you does anybody know? By the way, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it now on 827. There's absolutely zero way. Zero. I'll say zero. Zero, zero percent the stadium happened. Zero. I don't One, know if it's zero. No, I I I those residents, Penn's landing traffic sucks. Trash without a stadium. There's Correct. nothing even on Penn's Landing. There's Morgan's Pier. Mm-hmm. And you're expecting to put a 20,000-seat arena along with parking? Though, like, like, there are people who live less than a half a mile away from there. You you think these people want randos parking on, like in front of their house? <laughs> no. And one, it's not all that conducive to public transportation. I mean, you can take the L. Like, yeah, I mean, but-, but you saw that walk a little bit. Like, it's like, unless you... Create a lot of, of room for parking garages and all that. I just don't see how this because I'm past like I don't know pacifying this bozo. Like, no, like I, I mean, like city council won't have any part of this. Like, I mean, like, of course he's gonna look for some tax breaks and all. And I just hey, get Josh Harris out of here. Like, <laughs> take your stupid idea of, of an arena and 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 and, and pun it. Like Randy Orton. Like, I'm tired of this guy. Yeah, so again, just for a little backstory, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, the, the Sixers are hoping to move into a new arena when their lease is up at the Wells Fargo Center by 2031. They're going to take uh, the plan is to take advantage of some state bonds that are meant to improve neighborhoods. But like Chris said, there is zero traffic, uh, zero infrastructure um, down at Penn's Landing to put a 20,000 seat stadium plus parking. Um, so I have no idea. I mean, can you find a plot of land to put the stadium on? Sure. Can you find a place to park 6,000 cars as well? I don't know where you're finding that. Um, yeah, no, and, like, yeah. and, and this isn't like like the MCI Center in D.C. Because people don't drive in there. They're exactly. taking the metro. They're either they're, and they're, or they're parking their car at like, a, at like a regional rail. Is that what they're freaking called? Like where yeah, people yeah. are coming from Virginia or Maryland. People ain't driving in D.C. No. And the problem is this is too close to the highway for people not to drive. Like the, the problem is people are like, Oh, it's accessible to the highway. No, the problem is it's accessible to the highway because people are going <laughs> to compelled to drive because they think they're going to get out of there in 10 minutes. When literally on a Saturday afternoon, when someone wants to go to Best Buy, it takes you literally 15 minutes to get from Columbus and Walnut to like Columbus and, and front. That's crazy. Like, no, like, and, and one, these residents are, unless you cut their taxes big time, they're not doing this. No, they they will not. They will absolutely not do this. This is, I don't want to say, not, I say absolutely not. Because again, people, again, when press, when, because again, Josh Harris has, you know, he has a couple carrots in this one. He can play the New Jersey card if he wanted to. He can Ooh, say, you know no, what? No, 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 no. I need something to get to stop following this team. This team is, is giving me so much anxiety. Like, I mean, I've enjoyed, NBA bubble basketball. You know what I haven't when I watch the Sixers. So you know what you like. The the thing is like, of course, a lot of people still follow whatever. But like, I need something to like trigger me so I can just say, you know what, Josh, I'm gonna root for the Blazers now. Mmm. Mmm. You know what, Josh Harris, not the not the most likable guy. Um, in this in these in these. Parts this, this time, and again, if you're trying to hold up, if you're a billionaire, you're trying to hold up a city or hold up a state and use municipal bonds for a stadium, which you could just build outright with your money. That's that's kind of fugazi. I'm sorry, that's a little fugazi. Yeah, no, but that's I, no, again. Like, oh no, but, it would be nice to be a free agent fan. I'm gonna like, I don't know, like take a free agent tour if that happens. But I'm telling you that said, I mean, if Josh Harris says, you know what, we're gonna move to Newark. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some sympathy. You're gonna get some people who say, "You know what? I don't want to lose my Sixers." You're gonna get that. Yeah. No. No. Roy. Like, does a does a stadium on the river sound like a wonderful idea? Yes. But in sure. in, in actuality and and fee, and feasibly, it's an awful idea. Like, and people are like, "Oh, you do it in Camden." 
there's also not like there like there's land in Camden. People park on a dirt on a dirt garage <laughs> on a dirt driveway to go to see Dave Matthews. You don't have right. dirt lots on Columbus Boulevard. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah, but say it's a different. Again, the infrastructure is a little different. Again, just look across the river and see how, oh, like in Camden, oh, there's plenty of space to do anything you need to do over there. In Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, there's not. But again, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll probably put, I'll put the, the odds at ten percent, but I, like, I don't think it's zero. I really don't think it's zero. But again, twenty thirty one. That's what we'll find out. I really need to know who put in all that. Are we gonna make those, it to twenty thirty one? I well, I don't know. We probably probably won't. we probably. Won't. <laughs> All right, let's just kind of keep it going. Forget the break. We're going to keep rolling because we got to talk some Eagles because um, a lot of Eagles news today specifically because today we learned that the Eagles has, have lost their second starting offensive lineman for the season before the season even started. Left tackle Andre Dillard is tore his bicep. He will miss the 2020 campaign, which may not be a bad thing because apparently he was trash in training camp and getting bullied by <laughs> Joe Osman and almost got Carson Wentz hurt. Not, not to be confused with Joel Osteen, but he might get bothered. No. <laughs> he might get bothered by Joel Osteen too. Yeah, Joel Osteen and Joel Ost Ostman Ostman will probably 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 bro Brody um Andre Dillard the same. Um, but this all means that the man from the past, who gets <laughs> the man from the past, because he's always the man of the present, because he cannot move on from him, is back, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Peters, no, you're no, new. They actually need him now. They actually need him. Well, they need him, and they got him, and he's not a guard. He is now your left tackle again. So you're a left tackle, Jason Peters. Your new right guard as of right now is Matt Pryor. So, again, I guess technically you're only one starting offensive lineman from last year. So is that a terrible thing? Is that a bad thing? No, is, yeah, maybe it's is, a good thing. Is, is the Eagles offensive line a strike? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you know, yes, because Jason Peters is good. Jason Kelsey's good. Lane Johnson's good. So yes, they're, they're, it's a strength. They're good players. But they're good. Your players. Are Sam and Matt Pryor. And Sam Alu's fine. I mean, it's a, Matt Pryor, TBD. But I mean, you have really good. You have high caliber guys at the other three okay. positions. Okay. All right. So when, yes. When when and I when, didn't say when it. when mm -hmm. when Jason Peters comes out for his usual ten plays, who's coming mm -hmm. in? I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we're getting the Jordan Mailata. I don't know who's your who's your new swing tackle guy. I don't know if it's uh is it do Prince that Prince whatever his name is that, oh, yeah, that guy Prince you drafted. Yeah, who's the road. other Who's the other guy you drafted? Jack. Um, I forget his name. The other tackle. The, the, other, the yeah. seventh round. You got a couple seventh round guys. No, um, no I don't know the answer. You, again, need, you need to hit on one of these draft picks to be serviceable. Like I, I mean, like you, you got to hope that in a pinch. One of these guys, because frankly, they haven't hit on like I, I mean, like, like they stopped drafting offensive linemen for a couple years because they had mm -hmm. Big V and they had Sam Alu. Like they've done well drafting linemen. I mean, yeah. that's what yeah. they do. I mean, they they're probably one of the best teams at drafting offensive linemen. You need you actually need that to happen this year. Like you don't have right. like you basically need big. You need this year's Big V. You know how Big V right. like. Some, like, and I don't know if this gets talked about enough. Big V stepped in for Jason Peters and was the starting left tackle on a team that won the Super Bowl. I'm not asking them to – I mean, you need a Big V-esque step up from from Tega or uh, the white guy. Yeah, no, you need somebody. I mean, at some point you probably have to sign somebody because, again, you're two, you're two weeks out. I don't know how much you can expect those rookies to kind of be ready to be that guy because, like you said, there will be some point and probably some point in September where Jason P you will see Jason Peters slowly amble off the field <laughs> because he injured game a coin or whatever. I, September. I don't want to put a, I don't want to put a game <laughs> on it. Sometime in September. It's going to happen. So, But hopefully, like you said, hopefully they hit on he one of these tracks. 17 days, Roy. 17 days. Yes. 17 days from the time we were recording this. Um, but hopefully they hit on one of those draft picks and one of those guys can step up. One of the draft picks from last year apparently is stepping up in camp, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Jay Jaw. Saw the story. <laughs> he bought a jugs machine for the house. Apparently it's working. The man flashing in camp. Chris, are you excited? It, I, I saw something, and I had flashing. to laugh. I, I saw a headline from an Eagles article said, uh, today's observations, the J.J. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say his name right. Or saying a white side show. Like wow. like like he's like Kevin Owens, the K uh, like the J Josh show. I I, I might buy the that. The J Josh 
<laughs> like, I, I mean, so at least he's a very self-aware young man. He knew he was trash last year. So he goes on to jugs.com. Sorry, probably don't don't go on that website. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he, he goes on jugsmachine.com. It's like, <laughs> yo, I need to put one. Yeah, I was better. like, I need to put one in my townhouse. I don't know where you put one. I mean, it's got to be big, right? Like, you don't want like like a like a fake Chris Paul thing where like you got to call say because the jug machine just went through the window. Well, apparently, I mean Nelson Aguilar. I remember the story. Nelson Aguilar bought one too. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. What J. Jaws yard looks like? I know. I know Nelson. So maybe he bought it for so he, he made it work. So maybe he I don't know, but like you need, you need space though. You need like space for yes. it to kind of shoot. So yeah, I'm exactly. not sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but at but, least uh, yeah. J. John knew he sucked last year. And you know mm-hmm. what? Like they need him. And from all accounts, it sounds like these wide receivers might be good. No, 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 no. No, I, I'm not. I'm not going there yet. Might be passable. All right, so because again, you you heard the story, you heard about Jay Jaw again, you've heard about Jalen Rear having some um, some good in the moments at camp. John Hightower apparently is looking pretty good. Deontay Burnett's flashing. Is it a is it a, uh, these wide receivers are good or are you concerned about these D backs at all? Well, well, I'm concerned about some one D back not playing, but I mean, okay. like, <laughs> like, well, I, that I mean, one D back like, is back though. He's back. So yeah, he take a, back. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they caught him. I, I I mean, like, like, like when your coach is just so like when your defense coordinator is like, man, time's running out though. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, but it, no, I like, I like, I'm going to, I'm going to be optimistic for once on this team. And I'm going to say the Eagles running backs, the wide receivers are stepping up. And, and I think, but I think like, I, I mean, like once again, we always just said run deep and catch. Like, I mean, like, create some separation and let's get our three and a half, 20, 25 plus pass plays on the outside. And I know you saw the news that Alshon Jeffries running on land again. Doug Peterson <laughs> no, says he'll be what, practicing what, what soon. He was, what, he was, what he was running on sea before? He's probably running on a treadmill or something. I don't know what it is. But he's on <laughs> land again. Now, Doug Peterson said he's going to be practicing again with the team in the near future. So you got Alshon coming back with his bomb squad, man. Chips, uh, well, well, like, Chips. I wonder. Um, so, um, so uh, let, let me guess. His, his locker is not next to Carson. Um, probably not next to Carson's. Probably on the other side of. He's probably in that. Um, well, no, he, they probably wouldn't put him in that in that in that sub annex because they got them all spread out because of the coronavirus. But he's probably still in the main <laughs> locker room. I would, I would hope so, but you never know. You never know. Um, but um, one last thing you said you mentioned the Sydney Jones. Sydney Jones got called out by um, his coach, and, and surprisingly, he came back from injury amazingly the next day, um, which is which is pretty amazing. Sidney Jones, I'm going to put it right here. Sidney Jones is going to get traded for a day three draft pick before the season. You can't have this dude. You think season. so? Yeah. yeah, I think he's done. He does not make this. He does not make the 53. He can't. You can't carry this dude on the 53. He can't. He's never there, and when he's there, he's not good. Is, 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 is this guy – no, 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 nothing. Like, for me, the worst now, like, there have been so many bad – early round draft picks this decade for the Eagles. I can't even keep up. But I mean he's he's not as bad as Marcus Smith. But man, uh, like like this guy was supposed to be before he got hurt a top ten prospect. Yeah. And obviously yeah. like but like like and he had all the like he had all the pedigree. But obviously he just he's injury prone and isn't recovering from injuries or no like I think people said there's a difference between being injured and hurt. People right. play hurt. People don't right. play. So I just don't think he is willing to play hurt. Correct. No, I don't, I don't disagree. And, and, and it, you know, in a make or break year, I mean, I can kind of see, I can see where he's coming from. Where it's like, I don't want to, you know, risk, you know, further injury. But at some point, you have to get on the field. Like you cannot make plays you know, unless you're on the field. Like you, you, if you, yeah, if you miss no, a week and, after, and boy, it's not like this. Is, this is like a new thing for him. He he right. hasn't been playing hurt for years. Like he I mean, and, I, I mean, I know he's like a snitch and all, but like talk to Alshon about like playing with a separated shoulder for like an entire year. Like I, I mean, like exactly. people play hurt, and if you can't play hurt, you're not going to play in the NFL. I mean, like. There's no such thing as being 100%. Right, right. Even even game one, these guys will not be – a lot of these guys won't be 100%. Um, speaking of game one, there will be no fans in the stadium for game one or probably any game for the Eagles this season. I looked it up while you, while you when you asked me earlier. 
the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs can have fans. There are four teams that can have fans. The fact that four. some teams can yeah, the fact that some teams can have fans and some teams can't is a little weird to me because again, competitive balance matters on some level. Um, all I would say is all I would say is bet the Chiefs at home every game. Yeah. Because again, that, you that, have, that gives you no fair advantage. I, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know who the four teams are. I mean, maybe, maybe other maybe because I know it's the Cowboys, but maybe Cowboys it's the other team. Like, maybe it's like the Dolphins, who like stink anyway. Yeah, so the Eagles fans, um, unfortunately, you will not be able to go to games, at least as, it's, as it stands in, in the current state, state of – but if you want to go to a football game, again, if you want to get on a plane, you can go to Kansas City or Dallas, and you can make that happen. Um, yeah, so 20 teams already have said they're not going to have fans. The four teams, Kansas City, Miami, Jacksonville, and Dallas. We should have figured Florida because Florida doesn't care about rules and fan lives <laughs> and things like that. So it makes sense to me. Um, but that is it for a very loaded – edition of the Broad Street Line. Thank you guys as always for tuning in and listening to us here. 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Until then, until next week, we're out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. My local coffee shop is my Penn State World Campus classroom, giving me the full Penn State experience online. My Penn State classroom is getting me to where I want to be. Click on the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Since 1909, Tillamook has done things one way. The take care of others no matter what kind of way. That's why this September we're donating 10% of sales to help farmers in need. Learn more at Tillamook.com. Up to a total donation of not more than $1.6 million based on all Tillamook branded purchases in the month of September.